Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You are listening to Bike Tech with Road Bike Action Magazine. I'm George Thomas in Boulder, Colorado, and with us today is Michael White, the assistant editor at Road Bike Action, based in Valencia, California. Michael, thanks very much. Very excited to start this show with you. Oh, thank you, George. Happy to be here. Now, Road Bike Action Magazine is really known for its technical interest, expertise. Why the emphasis on that aspect of cycling? Well, that's a good, a good question, George. Um, all of our magazines at, here at High Torque Publications, which is our, our parent company, uh, we've always been very uh, tech-focused, and we like to say that we celebrate bikes and we celebrate products. Um, all of our readers over the years are, are have proven to be very, very passionate about the sports that they're involved in, whether it's bicycling or motorcycling, which we also cover. And uh, really, they love to learn about new items that can enhance the riding, riding experience. Uh, so we include a lot of bike tests, a lot of product reviews, how-to articles, and uh, really that's because our goal is to empower our readers with knowledge about the cycling marketplace. Uh, we want them to know what's available to them and really how they can get the most bang for their buck when it comes to spending money on bikes and accessories. Now, I hate to get into how old I am, but you know it was a long time before there were a lot of technological breakthroughs uh, from when I started riding. That bike frame design really stayed pretty much the same for, for years and years. And it seems like tech has become huge lately. I mean, there have been so many breakthroughs and developments. Why do you think that's happened? And has that really improved cycling? You know, it's very true. Um, we, we've definitely seen road cycling evolve over the past couple of decades. Um, I think really probably the, the biggest uh, impetus to that was uh, really the development of new frame materials. Uh, aluminum, titanium, and uh, now carbon fiber and other composite materials. They've really come about and have really changed the landscape of bike design, frame uh, frame design, manufacturing processes, and the like. And I think really those have really opened the doors up to many more companies and designers to create new uh, new designs and features that, again, can enhance that riding experience in different ways, whether someone's looking for a, a training bike, a stiff racing bike, a comfortable touring bike, uh, or what have you. And do you think that the technological development advancement has increased the popularity of cycling? I think it definitely has. I, I believe that uh, in, in a marketplace like the bike industry, uh, most people generally favor a lot of choices. I think giving customers uh, more choices, more options to spend their money on uh, really uh, opens the door for them to uh, to take advantage of, of the different things that the marketplace has to offer. 
So again, in road cycling, we have uh, many different categories now, which are becoming even more segmented. Um, uh, you know, cyclocross bikes, road bikes, endurance road bikes, aero road bikes, uh, even now gravel bikes, which is uh, becoming hugely popular uh, from what we've been seeing. So I think uh, I think people having more access to different models, different types of bikes, uh, are really um, uh, really drawn to that. Speaking of models, uh, let's discuss the new frames that have been released by Giant, uh, the new triathlon and time trial. Uh, that's right. Yeah, Giant uh, uh, recently released a brand new design uh, of their Trinity triathlon and time trial bike. Uh, it was released uh, recently at the World, uh, excuse me, the Ironman World Championships in Kona, Hawaii, and uh, really, again, it's a complete redesign of their of their lineup and uh, Giant's. I think done a, a very unique thing and um, really uh, trying to bring their bring their brand more to the forefront of triathlon, uh, which they've done a fair a, a really good job in in road cycling, and now we're seeing them expand a bit more. Uh, for triathletes, uh, there are really main, uh, really two series of complete bikes that fall under the new Trinity designation, and uh, Giants calling those the Advanced Pro model and the Advanced model. Uh, they're ranging in price for a complete bike between twenty two hundred dollars and about seventy two hundred dollars. Uh, and really the difference between the two are uh, the grades of carbon and other composite materials being used, uh, as well as the component selection. And uh, what makes the new Trinity line unique is that Giant has added uh, plenty of component integration into the mix, and uh, the integration of proprietary components uh, from brands like Giant, uh, that's really something we've been seeing used a lot more throughout the industry. Uh, other brands like Specialized and Cannondale in particular have really done a great job of um, incorporating uh, component integration into their lineups, and uh, now we're seeing Giant do that with the new Trinity line. And uh, really, uh, component integration, uh, that's something we're going to be seeing a lot more of uh, as the years progress uh, in road cycling. Now, can you tell us the difference between a triathlon and time trial geometry? Uh, yeah, so the main uh, the main differences between time trial bikes and triathlon bikes, uh, a lot of people who are, are new to the sport or even uh, those who just really aren't familiar with those types of bikes uh, often get confused. Um, and many times uh, time trial bikes and triathlon bikes are used interchangeably. Uh, many customers or, or amateur athletes will have you know one dedicated bike that they can race triathlons and also race time trials. But uh, for people who are really looking to uh, really differentiate between the two, uh, geometry is a very big difference. Um, mainly because in triathlon, sport triathlon, uh, they're not uh, confined by uh, the UCI, the governing body of road cycling. Uh, so in a, in a time trial event, all of the bikes must be UCI legal. So there are, there are many restrictions that are put into place on time trial bike design, and uh, t- uh, triathlon bikes really aren't affected by that. Uh, so because of that, and also because of the nature of triathlon being a, a multi-sport event, there's a swim, there's a, a bike leg, and then there's a run, uh, with the bike leg falling in the middle of the competition, uh, the athletes are really concerned about uh, saving their legs, so to speak, uh, conserving a lot of energy for that last uh, last portion of the event, the run. So the bikes sort of reflect that, uh, and mainly we see things like uh, shorter top tubes, for example, or shorter top tubes. Uh, are generally found on triathlon bikes in order to accommodate an aero-style base bar. Uh, likewise, triathlon bikes will often have a, a, a steeper C-tube angle, uh, where it basically puts you in a more forward position, and uh, many many experienced triathletes and uh, coaches and fit uh, experts claim that this uh, takes a little, less, a little less pressure off of the hamstrings of the legs or different areas of the legs, uh, uh, aren't working as hard necessarily on the bike, 
and so that they're a little fresher for the run. Now, is it just me, or it really seemed to me like back in the, the late 80s, triathlon had a huge impact on technology and, the, and bicycle, uh, maybe not development, but changes that happened. Um, gosh, even from coloring and shorts and socks and uh, changes in shoes, um, aerobar advancement, shifting, um, is that a misimpression, or did triathlon really have a, ch a, a effect a change in the sport? I think uh, I think triathlon um, has had a, a very big impact on, on bike design and uh, frame design as well. Um, and really, I think that comes down to a lot of uh, uh, new thinking that um, the triathlon market and the, the triathlon sport at large has had. Uh, much so, much more so over uh, road cycling, which is very much a traditional sport. Um, I think also uh, triathletes generally, uh, uh, they're much more open to new designs and new ideas about performance and to how they can get the most out of their equipment and, and their training. Um, really, triathlon is an individual sport, so people are always looking for those small marginal gains, which, again, we see, we see marginal gains uh, being a priority in, in road cycling and time trialing, but uh, triathletes... You know they're 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 a different breed than road cyclists, quite honestly, and uh, they they are much more open to different uh, technologies, different frame designs, and equipment. You're listening to Road Bike Action Magazine's Bike Tech with Road Bike Action Magazine assistant editor Michael White on over the top cycling. Um, let's kind of break away from that topic and get into solitary indoor training. It is. You know, fall now, winter's on the way. It's kind of cold and rainy here in Boulder today. Can you tell us about Zwift and, and what they're doing that's going to make some real changes in training? Uh, yes, uh, Zwift is a, a very unique company. It uh, launched earlier this year, and it's basically, um, their product is basically an indoor cycling training software that's uh, essentially created a virtual world designed specifically for cyclists to meet up and, and ride together online. And uh, really the only equipment that's, uh, that's needed for, for customers is a stationary trainer and an AMP plus speed sensor and or a power meter. Um, to date, uh, uh, Swift has, I think they said they've had around uh, users from around 100 countries try it out. And those users have racked up around a little over 4 million miles of ride time. And this is just in the first few months uh, since Zwift has been released. And uh, it's uh, been available as a beta test version for quite some time. Um, and now recently, one of the big tech news uh, uh, that has come out is that Zwift has announced that uh, they're starting a paid subscription service, uh, which will begin on October 29th. Um, it'll cost $10 a month per person, and uh, there aren't any long-term contracts or commitments. And uh, we've seen... Uh, products like Swift in the past, uh, things like uh, sort of like CompuTrainer and more recently at BeCool uh, Trainers, they have a very unique software as well. But uh, I think what sets Swift apart is that they're they're really putting an emphasis on community, on uh, really getting riders to meet up uh, virtually in order to ride together, and um, it, it's a great new aspect. Um, to indoor training, uh, as you mentioned, it's getting, the weather's starting to get cooler. The weather's starting to get worse, too, with rain and snow. Most people are going indoors with their training. They want to put their bike on a stationary trainer. And uh, as most people who have ridden indoors on a trainer can attest, it's 
it's not very motivating to to ride indoor by indoors by yourself. So often you'll put on a TV show or listen to music or something like that. So Zwift has taken that experience and really uh, really changed it, so to speak. And they've really sort of, um, in their own words, they've tried to gamify the indoor riding experience by uh, providing a little more incentive to riders and by meeting up with their friends, uh, racing together virtually, and uh, having having uh, little shootouts and uh, competitions and, and uh, that sort of thing. Now, how interactive can you get? I mean, can you speak with someone while you're while you're doing this? Uh, yes, that's right. Swift is uh, is is working on that right now uh, for more interaction. And uh, again, it's it's really a uh, really indicative of our current I think our current state of um, state of affairs with technology, how we're really becoming more connected with people uh, virtually and. Uh, um, through things like uh, video games and um, Facebook, social media, that kind of stuff. People want that, that interaction online, and we're definitely seeing that uh, through uh, through Zwift. Where can people go to get more information? Uh, Zwift has a fantastic website. It's just www.zwift.com. That's Zwift with a Z. And, uh, again, I, I highly encourage people to check it out. It's been a, a, a really neat, interesting experience for us at Roadbike Action to try it out. And uh, again, they're they're starting a subscription service here in a few days, so I believe you still might be able to get in on a beta test for free. But don't hold me to that. Um, but even if not, hey, it's only ten dollars a month, no commitments. Uh, definitely, I think worth checking out. Road Bike Action Magazine. Can you tell us what's coming up? Uh, yes, right now our November 2015 issue. Uh, uh, November's on our cover date. That's going to be released here in the next week or two, I believe. And uh, it's one of our best issues of the year, I think. We're, we're very excited. It's very tech-heavy. Uh, probably our biggest feature story is on SRAM's new uh, wireless electronic drivetrain called a Red ETAP. Um, I was fortunate enough to be invited over to SRAM's European headquarters in Germany for the official global press launch, uh, along with a bevy of other uh, uh, journalists and, and people from the media. And uh, we were able to experience it firsthand, go through a setup process, and also do plenty of test rides too on, on a variety of different bikes, and the system itself is is pretty amazing. And I think I think people will definitely want to check out that article in the next issue of Road Bike Action. Michael White, thanks very much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome, George. Thank you very much for having me. Road Bike Action Magazine's Bike Tech Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.